Pharaoh starts negotiating at this point. Uh-huh. Like, he's not just saying no anymore. Now he's like, okay, fine. Let's talk. Let's talk. Um, what if you just pray to your god for me and uh, make all these frogs go away? Which is interesting. First off, because he's like, okay, so maybe I need to bend a little bit and give, like, these guys clearly can do stuff. Which is even more interesting because Pharaoh's magicians actually managed to replicate this one too. Yes. But he still wants Moses to get rid of the frogs. <laughs> He's like, okay, guys, so my magicians got rid of, like, made frogs appear and then got rid of the ones they made, but uh, we still got a bunch of frogs around here. So can you guys uh, get rid of the ones that you brought? <laughs> and Moses says, how about this? I'll let you decide how long I have to get rid of the frogs. It's like, so they're, they're like negotiating here. And they're both trying to be, like, clever and get one over on each other. And Fer- so Pharaoh picks a ridiculously short period of time. He's like, tomorrow. I want them all gone by tomorrow. And Moses is like, all right. And they're all gone by tomorrow. Now, this is where the pirate's code comes in. Where... <laughs> I don't know where you're going, but <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> the first part's of the Caribbean movie. They, they abide by the agreement, but anything you did not explicitly specify in the agreement, <laughs> they are free to do whatever they want. Okay. So, so Pharaoh's like, ha I win, because either all the frogs are gone tomorrow, or Moses and his god look like chumps. So what happens? All the frogs immediately die. So now the frogs are not jumping around. Moses kept his end of the bargain. They're all gone within a day. But Pharaoh neglected to specify exactly how the frogs were to be gotten rid of. So now he's got a problem of a bunch of dead frogs everywhere. <laughs> oh, oh, I, okay, I don't know what it is about aquatic animals when they die. But like things that live in like live on land but can go in the water. The amphibious animals when they die and decompose are rancid they <laughs> smell so bad i mean like like if you, you walk past like a dead raccoon on the side of the road after it's been there a couple of days yeah it's gonna stink uh you know dead dead vermin uh, dead fish of course you have a certain smell dead amphibians they smell like something has died three times it sounds like you have some experience with this i well i dude i like i i've, I've lived near the water and <laughs> I mean, like when I lived in Hawaii, we had like these gigantic bullfrogs. I mean, like things like things that make a, like a, a a big old like whopper look tiny, okay? And like they made the most awful sounds in the entire world. And when those things went, you could smell them forever. And they would they would die in those like hidden, inconvenient places. You're like, well, I smell a frog, and I'm going to smell a frog for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, so. Let's move on before we get Damien crawling on or like curled up in a fetal position with PTSD with <laughs> you, frog PTSD. Do you know, do you know what happens after the frogs die? The flies move in. <laughs> so here's a fun fact. We've got the next two plagues are gnats and flies. Yes. Except neither of those words are we really clear on what they mean. The first one probably means some sort of stinging and stinging and or biting insect. Yeah. So a lot of the more Recent translations have it as mosquitoes. No. Which, imagine the entire land swarming with mosquitoes. No, thank you. And the sound alone. I know. The sound alone would be just horrendous. It's just a very different mental image than a plague of gnats. <laughs> yeah. A plague of gnats is inconvenient when they get into your mouth. A plague of mosquitoes is like, oh, no. <laughs> the end has come. <laughs> yeah, just, it's like you have the, the flight of the Valkyries at like yeah. 3,000 speeds. Like, 
the end of all flesh has come upon me. Oh gosh, yeah. No, yes. no thank you. No, oh, man. I when I was a kid, I would like I would go swimming in a pool, and um, the, the not dragonflies, the horseflies would show up. Yeah, and those mean things would bite you so yeah. hard that like I actually at one point I was like. If I drown, it's okay because I won't actually have to be bitten again. Because I would like go underwater and hold my breath just so I wouldn't have to like flail around because of the dumb yeah. horseflies. So like even if it was horse, like yeah, but, it's but some anything. sort of biting winged insect. Yes, but but some something that was unpleasant. En- yeah, something that was enough for pe- the people to go to Pharaoh like hey 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 hey. Whoa, guys! Talk to the guy. <laughs> so this one is the first time the magicians cannot replicate it. No, and they say. Oh, this is the finger of a god. <laughs> Which, first off, is another dad joke because remember, God was gonna drive, was gonna make do works with his outstretched hand, and they're like, "Oh, it's God's finger." <laughs> the rest of the hand is coming. That's true, basically. <laughs> um, it's it's one of the wonderful things where the Bible does this, where this is the finger of a god is, or this is the finger of X, where X is the name of some god, is a normal ancient way to say like, "Oh no, this is bad." Yes. But it's also a pun on the fact that God was talking about using his hand earlier. So it's like, oh, I love it when they do that. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, okay. So one other thing while we move while we move on, I suppose, um, the plagues are in sort of cycles. They're they're in sort of clumps of three, and the justification for claiming this is every the first plague in every clump starts with God saying, "Now go confront Pharaoh," and then usually giving somewhere to go confront him at. And say, you, like, and then the first two plagues always have, okay, you didn't let God's people go like he told you to, therefore, blah. Or else, I told you to let God's people go, and if you don't, blah. Like, this plague is coming. Right. The third one never has that. The third one is always just, like, bonus plague. Yeah. So the first, the first <laughs> plague is, go confront Pharaoh and tell him that if you don't let my people go, something bad's going to happen. Or blood. It's like, second one, go confront Pharaoh. Or, uh, tell Pharaoh if you don't let my people go, uh, frogs. Third one, don't go talk to Pharaoh. I just want you to stand right there and make a bunch of gnats or mosquitoes or horseflies or something come out. You're gonna want to close your mouth for this one. Yeah, like <laughs> no, no warning. Also, the weird thing about some of these don't mention, especially the third plagues where they come out of nowhere. They often also disappear out of nowhere. Like there's no mention of them going away. You just sort of move on. Yes. It's anyway. Is it important? No, I just thought it was kind of interesting. Um, so moving on. Speaking of moving on, <laughs> and moving on. That's right. <laughs> We're gonna move on to some flies. We mentioned flies. Flies exist in this park. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say about flies. Yeah, fl- flies are flies are flies. And yeah. uh, so uh, so the, the next uh, trio, the, ne- yes. the next trio of uh, plagues. Uh, the Lord says to Moses, go to Pharaoh and speak to him. Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, let my people go, that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let them go and continue to hold them, behold, the hand of the Lord will come to a very severe Boom. pestilence on your livestock, Uh-oh. which are in the field, on the herds, and on the flocks. But the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt, so that nothing will die of all that belongs to the sons of Israel. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't bring this up on the first one. Mm-hmm. So cycle two starts the explicitly making the Jews different. Yes. So the flies, we didn't mention this, but we should have mentioned it. So cycle two is flies, animal disease, and boils. Like, you're explicitly getting like, 
this is not going to happen where the Jews are for this. Like, all of a sudden, it's very clear, like, nope, not happening where the Jews are. And I want you to know that so you know what's going on here. You know, because remember, this whole thing is like, I don't know who God is. It's like, well, the God's the God who can turn the entire Nile to blood and make frogs come and go as he pleases and mosquitoes or gnats or horseflies or whatever and flies and disease. Oh, but he's also the God who's not going to make his people suffer this just because they happen to be in the same land as these jokers. Yeah. And, and, and that's and that's a that's a hard trick to pull. And that's this is like this is like, you know, it. it there's one of those like, hey, make the make the fleece wet and the ground dry, make the, <laughs> make the fleece dry and the ground wet. You know, it's like it's like one of those things like, hey, you know, he's, he's I, I heard someone once describe that power is not just strength. It's control over strength. Yeah. And so God is not just demonstrating that he is strong. He's also demonstrating that he has control over this in- incredible strength that he has, because it's 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 easy to kill. Like, you know, like, you know cosmically easy to kill all of the livestock because of uh, a, a plague or a bug yeah, or whatever. a mad cow or whatever. But it's a lot harder to single out one group of people's cattle who are going to be entirely unaffected by whatever's coming. And this is this is going to be devastating. Now, b- before it was annoying, okay? Like, yeah. like digging for your water instead of getting out of the Nile, that's annoying, okay? Uh, frogs all over the place where you're like, you, you step, take three steps and like, I, what, I don't know what I just stepped in, but at this but point it was a time, frog. I hope it's my dog poop because I, I'm tired of stepping on frogs. And then it's like, I'm tired of not being able to open my mouth because there's flies or because I'm being bitten by mosquitoes or something. It's, it's, it's really annoying. But it's not... It's it's not like it's not affecting their bottom line, but this next thing, when all of the cattle die across the land except for in Goshen, that they're this is an agrarian society, man. They they live off of their farming and off of their cattle raising, and if they don't have the the byproducts of all of these animals, this is going to affect them incredibly. And so they're and not it does. Going to, be able to eat. It does. So when you start getting into the second cycle, now Pharaoh starts negotiating in earnest. Like even after the flies, he was saying, okay, you guys can leave and go sacrifice to your God. We're all good. You just have to stay somewhere inside Egyptian territory. And Moses is like, mm, that's a negative. Because you guys aren't going to like it and it's uh, it's an abomination to you. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so we've already got Pharaoh starting to bend here. Yeah. It's like, and, and the fun thing is like before this, God explicitly says like, now we're going to have some plagues. So that you can know that I am Yahweh and, and in the midst of your land, which is just like mic dropping in ancient religion circles, because the whole concept of ancient religion is that each god has his own little area. And sometimes that means like Zeus only has thunderbolts. And sometimes that means, and more commonly, that means like each god is the god of this little land. Like mm-hmm. he, he, like you have a god of each town, basically. Yeah. And so for the god of the slaves to come to like to roll into pharaoh's court and be like so i'm the god who's actually in control of this land and none of your hilarious little gods that you think are in charge of everything you superpower yeah you're like uh what yeah th- th- no a a god that was specific to a people was not a thing gods were yeah. specific to places if you yeah. didn't like your gods you moved places and yes. got new gods yes but and these... you and people do like you can do that yeah but 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 these people they're actually they're actually like what they have their own god comes with them <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, uh, what? what? Yeah, and, and I mean, there's it's hard and, for us to fathom how crazy that was. Yeah, and there's there's some discussion. We'll, we'll we'll come back to this at the at the end of this whole thing. But there's some discussion about how like each one of these plagues were a specific dig on an Egyptian god, and while you can you can point to a specific 
part of the Egyptian pantheon for each one. Like there's a there's a, a fly headed god, which was like wow, who yeah. who lost the straw? The Egyptians loved one. putting animal heads on their gods. Yeah, and then like you know, there's there's one for the, their cattle. That I like for for their you know farming. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, but like I, I think we were talking about this earlier. The ones that really matter are going to be the the first one, the last two. Yeah, the beginning and the end. Yeah, because like the Nile is like a major god. Yeah. Like the Nile personified is a god, and then the Nile flooding is considered like the presence of Osiris, yes. who's one of the major gods. Right. And, and you're like, okay. Yeah. And at the end, we're going to get darkness, which is a punch in the face to Ra, the main god. Yeah, the, the sun guy. Yeah. And, and so like when, when, when Yahweh reaches his hand out, or he reaches his finger out, and swirls it around in the Nile— and like affects the the work of Osiris. It's it, it's not to be ignored by the Egyptians who like they they worship Osiris, but they like what what did their god just do to our dude? Yeah. And those who are like extremely committed to their to their religion are going to see some of these other things there. Some some of these other gods being affected. Yeah. Uh, but but like but the, yeah, the, the last two are definitely going to be like big face punches to their. Their their main management gods, if, <laughs> yeah. if you will. <laughs> I like that. That is a good that is a good summary. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but then like I, I like I I love these as they go because they get more and more dramatic, right? And 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 like be, before the hail shows up, the conversation from God, like like you said, like it's like this is the second one. It's like hey, you didn't do the thing, and guess what? Now uh, the judgment's coming. But it says well, before we get there, we got to do boils. Oh, is 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 boils there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yes, there's the boils. Yeah. I do love the boils. So boils are Aaron and Moses do a, a LeBron chalk throw. <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. And when they do that, boils break out all all over everybody. And this is like the final defeat. So they of of Egyptian magicians, they have not been able to keep up with Moses and Aaron for a little while now. But it explicitly calls them out on this one where it's like the magicians couldn't even try to duplicate this because they were in their room squirming from all of the boils that were just so painful. <laughs> it's like they can't even get up to yell at them because they're in too much pain. Yeah. I, it's like, oh, that's that's a that's a I, 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 I connected with this one really like closely when I uh, one of my kids got hand, foot and mouth disease and gave it to me. And I have never been more uncomfortable in my entire life uh, than when I had hand, foot, and mouth. I, I had I had some of these these sores on my skin that like when it like when it describes like like when Job took pot shirts to try and sh- <laughs> like like scrape these things off, I felt so close to Job in that moment because like yes, I will I will go find something to like just dig the skin out of my body. Uh, because yeah, and so like the the the, the boils show up and like and yeah they, they do the do the, the LeBron chalk uh, chalk toss. Um, we are out of time. It's time for us to close it up. We will we will come back and talk about the major drama that happens uh, next time on the Unimposters podcast. Be ready because not only is there going to be more drama, there's more dad jokes coming. Oh yeah. But until then, I'm Damien and I'm Dad Joe. Nice. We'll talk to you guys next time.